0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q Podcast, where preserving the culture and traditions of the fire service is our priority. For more information, visit www.pintheq.com and subscribe to Pin the Q Productions on YouTube. It's our honor to showcase the best of the bravest.
1: You've got them in your hand, now take your other hand and grab those same ways and lift them up. There you go. There you go. Right there. You got it.
0: Nice job. What you was saying remember the anatomy of the tool, that's what he was talking about. It wasn't that you are going to hit one of us, it was the fact that you have a big hook on the end that you're going to grab stuff along the way that's gonna cause you just as much heartache. So, hey, Guys, pay attention,
1: exactly, because sir, this yeah. is important too. So just in the RIT scenario, right, what you just did is more of a save yourself type deal. In a RIT scenario, you're in there with a team and okay. you intent, you come up to some wires that you gotta get through with a, with carrying, bringing a firefighter through, right? So if we send one guy through in a tool, take the tool, now we lift it up, we can get them to go through without with least entanglement, right? So now, if this were a scenario where ceiling or something came down and it was already a hose line in place if he can find the hose on that side and I can find the hose here we can do the same thing right so just keep that in mind use the stuff that we have to our advantage the tool, right. you're going in the opposite direction you're thinking about what you have to do and you're anticipating because of experience I've gone through this my experience has been the wires drape and they'll get caught on any object what can I do to enhance my passage through the car. Bang.
2: You can actually stay in that position for a fair amount of time.
0: Yeah. Until you start getting. Until it hurts. You're absolutely right. No, I got it. It doesn't it stop just like your teenage years do. Wait till you get married.
1: It'd be fantastic. I'm hanging um, below You're <laughs> wrong. No, right? you wrong. Everything's blowing
0: You're still going to have I just turned it off just so everybody can hear me. If you guys want to come in closer, you does. Helmet gets removed. Okay. Shoulder straps. That one's all tucked in. Shoulder straps get loosened. Gloves come off. Okay. A lot of times with the newer jackets, we find just take the two seconds it's going to help you in the long run. Pop their hands in. All right. It's
1: vitally important you guys know how you are dressed. So there's that and what you carry and where it is, right? You should know the air patch, you should know what side you need is where. So when you feel something tug, you get caught, you know what it is, wires can get behind here, right? Some guys carry the radio on a holster and stick sticks on the the so you get caught down there. Just, those are the things you want to think about if you know you're, you end up somewhat in wires, you're like, okay, what side should I need? that Uh fire survival program and it's nothing more than inhalation, and as you're exhaling, you hum. And the reality is, you slow your breathing down, which is vitally important, concerning air. The other thing is, it has a tendency to acclimate you mentally to what you're doing. Big deal. Anybody claustrophobic, here? You're good, you're good, you're good. You're good. All right, so what do you do before you try to find your way out, right? Mayday, 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 right? Give yourself a mayday.
2: Hey guys, welcome back to Pendicu Productions and Pendicu Podcast. Uh, we are here in Maine, in Freiburg. Freiburg, Maine, yeah. And I had an opportunity to hang out with New England Fools for a day, which was. Uh, great opportunity. I appreciate the invite. Pleasure to have you. Glad you asked. Well, to talk to me about New uh, England Fools and what it is to you and what this is all about.
0: New England Fools, we started back in 2003. We formed the chapter in 2003. We've been doing hands-on training since 2004. Um, we managed to do a handful of trainings every year. Um, last year was obviously a little bit of a disaster so once we got to go ahead this year for things to open up we did Uh, we started we did a training we did a a big hands-on up in Bath, Maine in in May and to show how hungry everybody was we had 86 people in a hands-on training which for us on a little postage stamp of a training ground was uh, was pretty incredible so we've been able to do a handful since then we still have two more once the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, once this weekend is over, we have next weekend, and then we're doing a thermal imaging class over in New York, Maine in December, which is a little bit later than we like to go because it right, gets right. a little cold around here, but we're, uh somebody presents you with the opportunity to absolutely do burns in a two and a half million dollar home you take that opportunity
2: and when he says cold we're not kidding I mean I it think it's a little cold in Jersey but this is off the off the charts uh, for us but um, it's
0: as cold for us at this point it's early it was awfully awfully cold awfully early this morning
2: yeah 17 not, degrees when I woke up this morning so that's a little cold for me it's a lot cold <laughs> so brother for those that are in <clears throat> uh, in podcast land right now why don't you tell everybody who you
0: are my name is Rusty Ricker I'm the president one of the founders of New England Fools um, had the opportunity and the pleasure of being the head of this organization since 2003. And um, it's allowed me to just, it's allowed us to get out there and just meet so many people. Yeah, the network and is just, amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. I always joke, I always joke have you know, we've got a great Rolodex, yeah. and for the younger guys, you've got to explain what a Rolodex is, but yeah. you know. <laughs> At 46,
2: I know what a Rolodex is, but some of the young guys <laughs> listening might not know. Yeah. Brother, talk to me about what this means to you
0: personally. To me personally, this is a way to give back. This is, I, I learned from some of the best. When I started in fire service, I started as a, as a volunteer, as a man in my hometown, and I was learning from World War II vets. I was one of right. Korean vets, Korean War vets. You come into the firehouse on a Sunday and you didn't even cup, get a cup of coffee right. until the trucks were checked, the floors were swept, the trash was taken out, then you got a coffee. Right. coffee and then you did your training. Right. And it, this to me, I was able to take that and, and parlay it into a career, Right. Um, I did thirteen years as a call man before I went career. I've been career for uh, almost nineteen years now, and um, I was able to, 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 to do what I loved. And this 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 allows me through the fools. So the way I found the fools was back in the dial up internet days. Um, and I told this story last night, and everybody went the what? So back in the dial up internet days of you know the AOL CDs right, right, that you have right. to put in. Oh yeah. I remember those well. Yeah, cruising the internet and found this, this, looking for fire stuff, man. Found Cool fire stuff. Found this outfit out of Florida that was the the Fools, Fools International. And you could send a self-addressed stamped envelope to this address in Florida, and they'd send you a card that you were an official member. Right. And that official membership card proclaimed that your your favorite beverage was Frosty Brewed. Nice. And uh, (laughs) so I still have that card. That was from, I think, 99. And uh, from there, We found out that this is actually a legitimate organization. As it grew, it grew a little bit towards training and guys that had gone to FDIC and Indy were coming back. And there were guys that were actually members of the Fools throughout New England. Reached out to a few, brought some guys together. And in late 2002, we were able to get together to form a chapter. And we officially became a chapter in 2003. We had meetings throughout Mass, New Hampshire, and Maine. Drew a few more people in, and we were able to, um, a brother from Florida, his mother-in-law owned an airport in Maine. Oh, wow. In Elliott, Maine. A little airport, just a little fly grass strip and a fire in a building there. So he, I actually picked his wife up at, at the airport, brought her up to her mom's house after the fire, make sure everything was okay, blah, blah, blah. He reached out and goes, hey, do you want to do a hands-on training at the airport, at the building? That's awesome. One opportunity. Sure, I don't yeah, yeah. really know how to do that. So we did it. We did a single day hands-on. We had a blast. We had a great social event at night. And we went, man, I think we're on to something. Oh, we had, yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe a dozen, 15 people there. And that was April of 2004. And we always did it. We did it as spring training. Right. We wanted to do it before FDIC. We wanted to be the first ones out the gate. Right. right. And we managed to do that throughout our time, we've always said that late March, early April time frame. There's been some times that we've battled the snow.
2: Oh, uh, I, I can imagine <laughs> that. I, I believe that. As, as great as FDIC is, um, for me personally, having an opportunity to see these type of training events, uh, the brethren part of this you know uh, how everybody's together you know you can't beat this type of training and what you're providing for firefighters that maybe can't get to fdic uh, to me is paramount i mean you're giving these guys real world
0: training At this acquired Structure, for example. Local trainings are where it's at. Absolutely. It's great that everybody goes to FDIC. I I was able to go to FDIC once. I wanted a scholarship. True North, I won a scholarship from True North. It was the only way I was able to go. I won't ever be able to go go again. These, we're bringing you FDIC level instructors, Firehouse Expo level instructors, quality two-year backyard. So you have to drive down the street from your house. Absolutely. And we're in Western Maine. This is the first time we've ever been over in Western Maine, literally across the river is new hampshire um we're usually more towards the coast up towards the mid-coast um but so we're in a new area here but these are guys that have found out about the fools between last night and today and will really know about us by the end of the day tomorrow and be able to go back and say hey these guys are legit this is this is some of the best hopefully they're saying this anyway that this is some of the best training they've had ever hands down
2: i can tell just by the looks on their faces yeah, there's a lot of that's smiles that's how you know like within the first couple of minutes yeah. uh, at a training event if it's legit or not and, and you can tell by the your students faces they know they're into this yeah. you know and, and they're taking it, they're taking it seriously <clears throat> they're they're right out to the next event they're into it
0: listen man they're into it this is the first day of hunting season this right. year these guys here are here instead of in the woods. That tells Very you something. Into it. That tells you yeah. something
2: right there, <clears throat> brother. Um, recently, you lost a brother. I did. Um did. And, and I'm so so sorry to hear that. No, I and, appreciate uh, that. From all of us at Pendequ, our, our, our
0: condolences to you and the brothers. Uh, talk to me about him. It's one of the nicest guys, um, Lieutenant Rob Ford from the Wakefield Mass Fire Department. Um, Rob had some belly pain last summer. Didn't think anything of it. Went to the doctors. They told him it was one thing. Treated him for it. It wasn't one thing. He lost a bunch of weight. He went back to the doctors and says, listen, man, something's not right. This isn't what it's supposed to be. This isn't this isn't right. So what's going on? So he was then diagnosed with stage four liver, colon, liver, lung cancer, and handed that sentence last summer. Fought the good fight for almost the better part of a year and um, lost his fight uh, last two weekends ago right. so we, we laid him to rest last week uh, just one of the nicest guys ever um, didn't deserve it 48 years old occupational cancer um, and it's not just these guys that are dirty salty we don't go to a lot of fires we go to a handful of fires a year maybe we always we have a second set of gear we have hoods we have extractors we're clean we're fit that 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 and it happened anyway right so so even take if you're take care of yourself yeah we're and, taking all the precautions we could yeah. and, and times have
2: certainly changed from when we started i mean like you know the saltier the lid the better now we're realizing yeah. that you know we gotta wash our gear we gotta keep on top of
0: that yeah and that's one thing we do we're very lucky to have we partnered with uh, responder wipes out of florida nice um anytime we do a live fire hands-on we get a case of responder wipes Man, everybody's great. everybody's getting uh getting clean so we try to set the example you know Absolutely. it's great that we can get out there and train these guys but you're also training them to that kind of thing as well yeah
2: and that's something we were never really taught you know so so moving forward i mean especially if you got aggressive firefighters like you guys have you know doing this training and then also saying hey by the way you know decon this
0: this is is, (laughs) at the end of it this is the next step that you need to take yeah yep
2: listen bro what is it like for you to have the guys you have
0: in your network Teaching with you. Talk to me about that. This is fantastic. This is some of my best friends in the entire world. Some of my best friends, some of my closest friends, some guys I never imagined. As a small town kid from Massachusetts, I never know, meet, have an association with beyond reading their articles in the trade magazines. And the funny thing is, I started out reading some of these guys' articles in the trade magazines, and some of my closest friends now. That's amazing. Some of my dearest, closest friends, and the fools made that happen for us and it's just it's it's almost it, it's impossible to say how it actually is because you get to hang out with some of the best Leg- in the legends. business Lackal some of the best legends. in the business yeah, yeah. um <laughs> my son my youngest son came to a hands-on training with us down in pennsylvania a few years ago but his first experience of going into a live fire was mike champo said hey <laughs> come here i need some help carrying some pallets right. so justin Sonefeld, yeah. and my son keegan helped carry pallets into the burn building. Right, right. So that was their first. So you how know, many kids can say that Champ not many. took them in their first fire? Not many at all. No.
2: And that's an amazing experience to have. You Incredible. Know? Yeah. And you provided that. Yeah. You know, and that, that's and, amazing. And the
0: fools made it right. so that I could. So
2: so anybody who doesn't know who you guys are, um, let's just say they're under a rock or something, <laughs> and they just came out from underneath it, talk to, talk to me and let them know. How do they contact you? How do they do this? How do they get involved?
0: We're all over the place. We're social media. Uh, we're like dog shit, man. We're everywhere. Um, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our webpage. So any of the socials, we're at New England Fools, one great big word. And our website is nefools.org. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> if you don't know what the Fools is, it's, fools is, it's the Fraternal Order of Leatherheads Society. You don't have to wear a leather helmet to be a member. It but it's a common misconception, it helps, but as I say, we are ecumenical, we are non-denominational, we are not judgmental when it comes right, to right. what you have to wear. We have one of our founding six members who, God love him, wears a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> because he's just that guy, yeah. and that's his personality. That's awesome. He wears he wears a space helmet, but we love him anyway. <laughs> it's the same guy with the chaps? <laughs> no, different guy. I, <laughs> Completely different That even different makes guy. it better. All right,
2: so this was an opportunity. If you guys to check out new england fools uh for me this was an absolute honor to come check oh, you guys pleasure out pleasure to have you man i've been following you guys for a while um to be able to put a, a face to a name is it, so much better and i i applaud you for what you guys are doing here uh, i'm looking you. forward to even seeing more stick uh, around i will give this the wife all right thank guys you. you're gonna check this out and see what's coming out you got a lot more coming out here at new england fools in maine stay with us
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q podcast brought to you by Pin the Q Productions. Visit us at www.pintheq.com.